It's on wax. Good morning. Bob Bosol with you as we've got a lot of chores to do this morning as we usually do every morning around here at wax. But again, we've got uh, some weather we're going to talk about and uh, I'm not alone this morning. Well, maybe I am. (laughs) (laughs) That's your cue to say something. Oh, and I'm Scott. Uh, No, you're not alone. There you go. So we got a lot of (laughs) lot of chores to do this morning as uh, we get uh, get going. We got a report on number of dairy farms, real estate prices, uh, agricultural enterprise zones have been expanded, including uh, one in our area that uh, has been in existence, but it's getting expanded. And Mm -hmm. man, I'm gone for one day, and the world about comes apart. Unbelievable what happened in Washington, D.C. Well, I thought maybe you were over there. I didn't know. Holy man, oh man, oh man. I'll I'll tell you, it was either that or you were making cookies for Michelle uh, at Tureen (laughs) and me. We agreed to that. No, that wasn't happening. That wasn't happening. Golly, but uh, what a... Yeah, what a week this has been, and hopefully things will settle down as we go forward. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, you know, all this speculation about the Twenty Fifth Amendment or impeachment. You think anything's going to happen? I don't. No, I don't think so. Uh, my feeling is that they're going to hang on, hang in there for two weeks. And uh, the president went on last night and uh, gave a sort of concession speech and said that there will be a transition on the 20th. And, I you know, hope so, because and, it, uh, what happened in Washington was inexcusable, and, you know, I don't care who's who did, talked about what those people did was inexcusable, and it just does not have One guy says on the news, it's our house. Do you treat your house that way? Do you break the windows and tear the doors down and tip over the furniture? And, I mean, yeah. whew, I think some of these people, are, they've messed their lives because, uh, you know, who's yeah. going to want to keep those people employed? And, oh, man, it's my, my, just a sad situation. It just shouldn't happen in my, this country. My favorite picture was of the fellow who wore his work uh, identification tag. <laughs> There's a photo yeah. of him. And, They're not uh, the smartest, smartest ones, are they? You know, <laughs> the thing, you know, besides desecrating the building, uh, you know, taking a Confederate flag in that building, but then yeah. with American flag, wrapping it around your head, and you know, yeah. there's replicas. You know, you got a bandana, that's fine. But taking the actual American flag, wrapping it around your neck, wrapping it around your waist, and use—I mean, using it like you would uh, any yeah. other rag or piece of cloth. Uh, I mean, that—that's what's bothered me through this whole thing. That uh, the way people are using the American flag—it's—that's yeah. uh, not—not a toy. It's not a decoration. It's. Something we revere, and, and, but hopefully things will straighten out. Right, Even like being, the weather. Like the weather, yep. we're dry. Hey, I want to tell you about the weather this morning, and uh, Skywarn weather brought to you by Markwart Motors. The Markwart Motors service department is open seven to five thirty Monday through Friday, and even on Saturdays from eight to three for all your vehicle needs, including your five thousand mile scheduled maintenance visit with complimentary tire rotation. And vehicle inspection. You can and you can schedule your visit. Just go to markwartmotors.com and get all taken care of. Today, another one of those days, cloudy. When's the last time we've seen sun? It's been a long, long time. It'll get about 26 today. Partly cloudy Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. So we might see a few peaks at the sun as we get through today. But uh, it's going to be another cloudy, dreary day today. Right now, we've got 22 degrees, heading for 26. So, again, 
not the best day. And uh, I think we can consider this. We're getting into kind of a drought here, so... Going to say, and you need some. We need some sunshine. It'd be nice to have sunshine, but we need some precipitation. We need soon. some snow, that's for sure. So maybe we'll get that uh, down the road. But it looks like it's at least a week off. Twenty-two degrees right now, and thanks to Marquardt Motors for our weather update. More the same, but hopefully we'll see a little sun starting over the weekend, and still not going to get very cold. It's five o'clock. This is one hundred four point five FM. W-A-X-X, okay, let's catch up a little bit with the world this morning, shall we? A U.S. Capitol Police officer who was injured in Wednesday's riot has died. DiMuccio has more. A Capitol Police statement confirms the officer died Thursday night. The statement says Officer Brian Sicknick was injured in a confrontation with rioters who had stormed the Capitol. He was taken to the hospital Wednesday and died at 9.30 p.m. Thursday. Sicknick was a 12-year Capitol Police veteran. He's the fifth person to die in connection with the riot. I'm Dean Muccio. President-elect Joe Biden calls the siege at the U.S. Capitol one of the darkest days in American history. Don't dare call them protesters. They were a riotous mob, insurrectionists, domestic terrorists. It's that basic. It's that simple. Biden told reporters that it was an all-out assault on democracy. Biden criticized the lack of security preparation and accused President Trump of unleashing the assault with his rhetoric. The president is admitting that he won't be in power in a couple of weeks. A new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. It's the closest Trump has come to conceding defeat since Election Day. In it, he also condemned violence the U.S. Capitol Wednesday when his supporters stormed the building and interrupted the certification of Biden's electoral win. Trump said his attempts to overturn the results were merely efforts to ensure elections are secure. Trump also called for calm and unity as the nation moves forward. The Deputy Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security says security improvements will be made right away at the U.S. Capitol. We're building fencing around the Capitol, and tomorrow uh, I expect that to be done. Ken Cuccinelli admitted Capitol Police were overwhelmed by the number of people who got into the building. I'm Michael Kastner. Do you have an endless dripping sound coming from your faucet, sink, or shower? Stop paying too much in water bills and letting that dripping sound drive you crazy with one call to me. Hi, this is Sam from Ryan Plumbing in Eau Claire. At Ryan Plumbing, we are endless dripper fixers. Ryan Plumbing will make sure that endless dripping stops cold turkey. Give me a call and let Ryan Plumbing end your endless dripping sound. See us online at ryanplumbingeauclair.com. Remember, when you're sick of trying, then call Ryan Plumbing in Eau Claire. Flushing your troubles away since 2006. Right now, Allstate has almost as many ways to save as there are types of music. Save for being a new customer. Save more for adding DriveWise. And save even more for driving safely. Visit Allstate.com or contact your local agent to get a quote. Find out how much you can save today. Allstate, now that should be music to your ears. Not available in every state. New customer savings based on early signing discount. Drive-Eyes is an optional feature. Savings vary based on how you buy. Subject to terms and conditions. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. You decided to upgrade your outdoor deck. So you order the essentials. A power washer, a set of patio chairs, and a shiny new grill. And you use your Bank of America Cash Rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping and up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member, which you put towards your most essential deck addition, a bird feeder. 
Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Weather forecast. Well, I don't think it's too cloudy. Was it cloudy for you coming in this morning, or could you see pretty well? It was pretty good out. Uh, yeah, very, very little fog this morning. Okay, but maybe where you are, you might run into some. Just be careful, but uh, they're not calling for, you know, fog warnings or anything like that. Just another cloudy, dreary day out there, it looks like. And the high's going to be about 26. And then Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday... Partly cloudy temperatures should be in the oh, mid to upper 20s. Monday looks like about 32, but no snow in this forecast. We can use some moisture, that's for sure. So cloudy and 26 today. Right now we've got uh, Marshfield at uh, 22, La Crosse at 26, Wausau at 22, Green Bay at 30, Madison, Sun Prairie at 27 this morning, 34 in Milwaukee. Uh, let's see, La Crosse 26 here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls area right now. 22 degrees and another cloudy day. Maybe the markets will be a little brighter. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Eau Claire Memorial Crematory. Find us at smithfuneralec.com. Okay, dads, it's time to do the cabbage patch, the running man, or something more contemporary, the floss. That's right. Dance like a dad with your kids. Learn more at fatherhood.gov. What do you want a da-da-da? What do you want a da-da-da? I have not a da with a da-da-da. We could switch to progressive da-da. Oh, yeah? We could switch to progressive and saw. Mm-hmm. We could saw and have to buy some za. Oh, yeah. Let's switch to progressive da-da and get some za with the money we saw. Yeah. Now we know we're gonna da da da. These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da to da. Quote to da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Seven minutes after five o'clock, Rural Mutual Insurance bringing us our Friday morning look at the markets and cash livestock here at the end of the week, Scott. Fed beef steers are at 108 to 113 with the mixed 87 to 107. Fed beef heifers 108 to 112 and three quarters with the mixed 72 to 107. Fed Holstein steers 90 to 96 and a quarter with selects 58 to 89. Cows are at 47 to 69. Bulls 69 to 84 and a half. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 35 and down. No test on the sows. Boars are at 12 and a half and down. New crop market lambs are at 155 to 235, and feeder lambs 175 to 275. Thank you, sir. At the Mercantile Exchange yesterday at the close, markets for cattle and hogs mostly higher, a little bit lower. February live cattle were down a little bit, 114.97 down two cents. April cattle at 119.50 up 22. June 115.37 up 42, and August cattle. 114.90, that was up 37. Feeder cattle for March, 137.57, that was up a dollar. April up a dollar five at 139.67. 
May feeders, one forty one twenty five up a dollar ten, and August feeder cattle also up a dollar ten at one forty eight twenty two. Lean hog carcass contracts for February down sixty five at sixty nine twelve. April at seventy three oh five up a nickel. May contracts seventy seven ninety two up thirty two, and June lean hog carcass contracts eighty four twelve, closing fifty cents higher. And on the Board of Trade, the markets took a little bit of a breath yesterday, gave back some of the gains, but overnight they uh, came up a little bit in the overnight trade. March corn this morning up two cents at four ninety six. The oats up four at three fifty nine. March wheat up a nickel at six forty seven. March soybeans up nine cents at thirteen sixty four. And March meal up a dollar eighty a ton at four hundred thirty four dollars even. Dairy prices were for the most part higher again yesterday. Barrel cheese up a cent and a quarter to one sixty five and a quarter. Blocks up eleven and a quarter at one eighty nine and three quarters. Butter was down four and a half at a dollar thirty nine. Class three futures continue their nice climb. January up nineteen at sixteen eighty five. February up forty two at nineteen forty six. March up twenty one at nineteen thirteen. April up fifteen at eighteen forty one. And May up a dime at seventeen ninety six. As those prices were mixed out through the rest of twenty twenty one. Ten minutes after five, and you don't need the sunglasses today. Again, we're going to have cloudy skies. High about 26, and we're about 3 or 4 degrees away from that right now. Did you know that Lindstrom Equipment is one of the only family-owned farm equipment dealers left with the same family name? And if you want more from a compact or utility tractor, Lindstrom Equipment is where you'll find more. More of the newest Massey Ferguson tractors offering more versatility, more durability, and more performance. Stop by Lindstrom Equipment today and find out how Massey Ferguson is expanding the possibilities of what a great tractor can be and why a Massey Ferguson from Lindstrom Equipment will be the last tractor you'll ever need. Lindstrom Equipment in Modena and Menominee. You've got a big job to do, and Lindstrom Equipment is going to help get it done right with the world's first and only telescopic skid steer loader. Now he can reach higher, further, and deeper with the all-new JCB Teleskid. This unique machine introduces endless possibilities on any worksite by allowing access to areas that are impossible with an ordinary skid steer. Stop by Lindstrom Equipment today in Menominee or Mondovi to learn about their full line of JCB agriculture equipment. Lindstrom Equipment, same name, same family-owned business for over 50 years. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 11 minutes after 5 o'clock here at Wax. Again, 22 degrees, another cloudy day in store for us. And we've got lots of farm news to look at this morning, some market information. And we'll get to all of it coming up here on Wax. Absolutely. I saw you dancing over there. <laughs> That's what you describe that as? <laughs> More like twitching. Yeah. 14 minutes after 5 o'clock, 22 degrees, a cloudy day in store for us. We've got farm news to take a look at this morning. We'll get at that next. Foster parents are special people who provide love, structure, and safety to children who can't be with their families or on their own. Foster parents know that in foster care, patience and acceptance of what each day may bring is essential. And the gift of love goes both ways. At Lutheran Social Services of Wisconsin, a successful placement for both the child and foster parent is the ultimate goal. 
We chose to do foster care 15 years ago because we wanted to make a difference. We started accepting teenagers about 10 years ago and have never looked back because every child deserves a family. We chose to go with LSS because the support for foster parents is amazing and there's someone to call for advice 24 hours a day. There are currently 6,000 children in foster care in Wisconsin. Lutheran Social Services of Wisconsin and Upper Michigan has an urgent need for foster parents to care for teens. Call Lutheran Social Services at 888-746-2850 or visit their website lsswis.org slash foster care for more information on becoming a foster parent. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get on it. Let's get some of the news in agriculture on a Friday morning. Scott, what's happening? Farm real estate agents are reporting things are pretty good for their business across the country. New numbers from the land sales show the rally in grain markets, government payments, and low interest rates all helped push farmland prices to some of the highest levels in about a decade last year. Illinois led the increase in 2020 with land prices there up 4% for an average price of $11,200 an acre. Iowa was close behind with land sales averaging $10,400 an acre in 2020, up 7% from 2019. Indiana farmland sold for an average of $9,700 an acre for an up uh, for an eight percent jump in price, with o- Ohio next in sales averaging seventy eight hundred dollars, seven and a half percent more than in twenty nineteen. About eighty percent of the farmland that sold last year was purchased by farmers. And according to numbers just put together by the Wisconsin Egg Connection, Wisconsin lost three hundred sixty more dairy farms in twenty twenty, bringing our total number of herds at the end of the year down to six thousand nine hundred. 32. In 2019, we lost 818 herds, while 2018 and 2017 each saw a loss of more than 500 dairy farms. Clark County continues to have the most dairies in the state, with 714 at the start of the year, with Marathon County second, with 421 herds. The Wisconsin Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection has designated 88,000 more acres across the state to ag enterprise zones. That includes adding another 5,000 uh, 5, acres to the town of Grant, AEA, in Chippewa and Dunn counties, mainly in the town of Otter Creek. And that egg enterprise zone was set up in 2014 in the towns of Grant, Colfax, Sand Creek, Otter Creek, and Cooks Valley, and now has 31,140 acres in farmland protection practices. DATCAP officials also say they'll be taking applications for new egg enterprise zones through the uh, through August 1st. And uh, interesting, there's four, as we said, as Scott told you, Four enterprise zones in Wisconsin. The one in our area was expanded. The other ones, in case you're wondering, Cicero Blackmore AE. That's over in Outagamie County. That's over 45,000 acres. Also, the St. Marie AE. That's down in Green Lake County. Uh, every time I think about Green Lake, I think about going to the old FFA <laughs> convention, don't you? <laughs> yeah, boy, yeah, boy, yeah. I miss that, I'll tell you. But uh, down in Green yeah. Lake County, putting an AEA together, including 19,725 acres. And then the uh, the last one, town of Westford AEA, that's down in Dodge County, includes 18,203 acres. So, again, uh, boy, the AEA acres in Wisconsin are going up uh, 
as in the state we've got, uh, I'm just looking, 1.4 million acres located in portions of 28 counties, 119 towns, as well as the Bad River Reservation. So, again, those AEAs keeping our farm farmland in the farmland. So, again, if you were put together an AEA, as Scott said, you have until August 1st to get your application in. And the best way to do it is uh, find an AEA that's uh, around the state already and ask them how they put their put their information together and got it down to the state. It's a matter mm-hmm. of getting farmers and landowners together to keep that land, guarantee it stays in land for uh, X number of years. But uh, put them together. They're, uh, they're good programs. 19 minutes after 5, we're going to talk about the ARC PLC. What's going on with that? Getting to be sign-up time as we start talking about crops for 2021. That's coming up next on Wax. This season, there's a new choice for your fields. Zatabo soybean seed, designed with triple-stacked Enlist E3 technology for weed control flexibility. Supported by a dedicated team of BASF agronomic experts. Protected by the versatile BASF soybean crop protection portfolio. Zatabo soybean seed, stacked in your favor. Zatavo from MS Technologies. Distributed exclusively by BASF. Always read and follow label directions. Stop, shop, compare. Never meant so much as it does now. Maybe stop, shop, compare, and come see why so many are choosing the all-new Courtesy Auto and Truck in Thorpe, your local Ford store. From our Courtesy for a Lifetime Advantage to our award-winning Ford Service Department, we are here to serve you in all your automotive needs. Hi, this is Scott Isold from Courtesy Auto and Truck, and we invite you to come see the difference. So stop, shop, and compare, and we know you'll want to choose the all-new Courtesy Auto and Truck, your local Ford store, just off Highway 29 in Thorpe. See you soon. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, for the most part, our crop season is done as we are in the winter months, but it's never too early to be thinking about managing your risks. From the western end of the world's longest barn in La Crosse, I'm Caitlin Riley. And Josh, these can be programs where we have a lot of deadlines we need to come up with. We may have a lot of questions about which one best suits our own farm operation. And you were able to sit down and talk with someone who could lay out the details for our farmers who are planning for 2021. That's absolutely correct, Caitlin. Josh Scramlin here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. You know, there's so many risk management programs out there, and they all have acronyms. It's it's tough to keep them straight. There's DMC, there's CFAP, there's CRP. The list goes on and on. And a pair of programs that you should be very familiar with at the moment is ARC and PLC. So ARC is Agriculture Risk Coverage, and then PLC is Price Loss Coverage. So ARC provides income support tied to the historical base acres, not the current production. And then PLC pays out when the price of a covered commodity is less than the reference price. So, you know, trying to make sense of all this and figuring out the decisions that you should make, I'm going to bring in an expert. I'm going to bring in Dr. Paul Mitchell. He is with the Rank Agribusiness Institute at University of Wisconsin-Madison. And he says that now is the time to begin making those decisions. Well, sign has been going on for a while, but people have been very busy harvesting crops and signing up for DMC and some of the other um, CFAP2 programs and things like that. This program is sign up is 
for the ARC PLC is for March 15th of this current year, 2021. Okay. And I gave a very poor description of this earlier, so I guess I might as well <laughs> have an expert give one. So what, what exactly, how would you describe the differences between ARC and then PLC? Well, the two programs are part of the Farm Bill, and they've been the traditional commodity support programs, and they focus in on crops with base acres on your FSA farms. And if you have those, you know it. You get the little um, things from the USDA, the little cards in the mail or the letters. And what it is, you're just choosing which program you want to use to potentially trigger payments for those base acres on your FSA farms. And um, ARC is a county-level program that if the county revenue falls below the county revenue guarantee, which is based off of the national price and the local county yield, then you trigger ARC payments. The alternative is PLC, price loss coverage, and that works as if the price falls below the um, floor they create. Um, for corn, it's 370 For soybeans, it's 840 And for um, wheat, it's 550 If that national marketing year, marketing year average price falls below that level, you trigger payments based off your payment yields and your um, base acres. So one basically is a revenue floor at the county level. The other one is a um, price floor at the national level. Okay, perfect. Now, does one work better for some producers than the other? I, I guess this would probably be the time to, to hear your recommendations. Yeah, what in general, there is, in general, I don't have county-specific recommendations right now. There is another program called ARC-IC for individual coverage, and there's a whole video series and a couple other things on my main webpage that you can look at if you want to look at ARC-IC. I'm not sure it'll be as valuable this time around, but in general, my recommendations are if you have corn base acres, sign up for PLC on them. Um, that 370 price floor is much more likely to trigger payments for a farmer and provides a much better risk management than expecting the local county yield to really collapse. Um, we'd have to have some pretty bad county yields for um, ARC payments to be triggered. Um, and it's much more likely that corn prices could fall apart if demand were to fall apart for some, you know, we've been through COVID here and we're coming out the other side, I hope. Um, you know, we've seen some pretty wild price swings. That seems much more likely. So if corn, sign up for PLC. Wheat, again, it's PLC. There's a 550 price floor. None of the national prices for wheat are even close to that 550 level. So, again, that price floor of 550 for wheat is a very good deal. Um, soybeans is the one that's a little – it's been – other years it's been, I say, run this tool and see what works for you. But right now the, the, the bean prices are so high for 2021 um, projections that 840 price floor just doesn't seem realistic. To be honest, either ARC or PLC, neither ARC nor PLC are going to pay much if it does at all on soybeans, unless things really fall apart. But if you want to sign up for one of them, I would choose ARC um, for soybeans because it's more likely for county yields to fall apart um, for your local county than it is for that national price to fall below 840 for the 2021 market year. And the last one is oats. And again, it's county ARC. The price floor is way above are below, way below the current expectations. And so I'd say if you want to sign up for one, you should take County Art. It's more likely to pay. And, and then you talked about those uh, the webpage and everything. We're going to share that on our social media and our website. So that's Midwest Farm Report. If you want to see Dr. Mitchell's recommendations, Dr. Paul Mitchell from UW-Madison is along with us right now. So these programs have some overlap with crop insurance, but I was reading your recommendations, and you suggest making these decisions separate from crop insurance decisions. Why, why is that? Well, the prices are different. Um, crop insurance is all driven by that board of trade price for the December corn or November soybean futures. That's the preliminary base price to use, and then that's what the harvest price is for determining payments. These programs are using the national marketing year average price put out by the USDA, which is supposed to be sort of an average 
of farm level price across the whole marketing year, not just that, that harvest time price. The yields are very different. Um, our, the programs are using the um, your program yields on your base acres, which are very different than your actual yields um, and your actual yield history. They're backward looking. They're historical. They got all these multipliers in them. And the farmers will look at their payment yields on those. They get on their USDA letter that has their, you know, each FSA farm has a letter and it has their PLC payment yields or just payment yields. They'll see how low they are relative to their actual production history. So very different there. Crop insurance is using your actual production history. And then um, the acres are different too. You, crop insurance is tied to actually planted acres, whereas these programs are tied to base acres, which aren't necessarily what you're planning this year or going to plant this year in 2021. I know that it's tough to give it a blanket answer because there's so many factors uh, for an individual operation. But what do normal payments look like? Like what would be an average payment in the state of Wisconsin? Well, it fluctuates because of the markets. Um, And I haven't looked at them recently, but we've had some smaller ones. If I remember right, some areas got some ARC payments um, for soybeans and corn. We'll get a small payment this year for the 2019 season is what just finished. Um, and it's, it was, I think, 365. It's a few dollars is what it'll be because it's a few cents per bushel. depends upon what their payment yields are. So if you've got a 150 bushel per acre payment yield, you get five cents a bushel would be an example. Um, things like that. So it's not a lot. And that 150 is uh, that the 2019 crop year we just had was using the older payment yields um, that were in this year. The 2021 um, will be using the updated yields. Um, as well, the 2020 um, year, we're waiting for the 2020 marching year to finish, and those payments would come in the fall of um, 2021. So uh, there's a big, long gap in there, or lag in the whole system. So, But, yeah, it, it can easily run in the 15 to $20 range for a lot of people. Dr. Paul Mitchell from the Rank Agribusiness Institute is along with us right now on the Midwest Farm Report. Dr. Mitchell, are there mistakes that you see people make when it comes to ARC and PLC that you think they should avoid? Well, this time around, there's not much. You've updated your yield last time around. If You, you should have done that. Hopefully you did because you don't get to do that very often. Um, but this time around, it's just getting in and signing up. Um, and they should be informed. The FSA should have let them know. But there's been so much action going on with the CFAP and CFAP2 and MFP and DMC and now ARC PLC. It just gets confusing. Just don't lose it in the midst of all this program sign-up information that's flying around. You've got till March 15th. Go in. Corn and wheat, sign up for PLC. Soybeans and oats, sign up for ARC. All right. I'm sure that's very helpful for our Wisconsin producers who have more than enough decisions to make, and hopefully that kind of helps them make that decision right there. Uh, before I let you go, I know that you guys at UW-Madison have a really popular event that is coming up. Obviously, it's got to be online this year, but uh, tell me about the Ag Outlook Forum. Well, as you expect, it's virtual. Um, so the forum part is funny. I What I love about the forum is getting together and talking to people and um, you know, all the conversations you have. Well, this year it's January 26th from 9 till noon, all virtual, um, free. So you just can log in or you don't have to log in. You just have to register so we can send you the email link. Um, and then you click and you can watch it on your at your home computer. We're going to do a very good job of keeping tight to the schedule. So if you don't want to hear the – you only want to hear the dairy one, you come and hit the dairy one, you'll know it will be on at 10, 10 to 11 o'clock or whatever, you're, you know, the schedule's there. And so – and we'll keep it moving and we'll – have it everyone will be virtual um but i'll be there 
on live and kind of try, doing my best to make it as conversational as we can. The registration link for that is also on our website, MidwestFarmReport.com. For anybody looking to get insights from experts all around the state, you should definitely tune in for that. Again, that was Dr. Paul Mitchell from the Rank Agribusiness Institute at University of Wisconsin-Madison. You have the recommendations for ARC PLC, and we also have the date there for the Ag Outlook Forum. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Josh Scramlin. Thank you, Josh. Appreciate it. Yeah, that's an important forum coming up. And, uh, boy, these forums, they're just not the same when you're not live and you can get the speaker as soon as they're done and go talk to them. But... uh it is coming up. You deal with what you have to deal with. Hey, what's going on? We got some local news, well, Scott. The other big thing is donuts. You're missing the donuts. <laughs> yeah, I guess you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, let's look at some local news. The two Wisconsin congressmen who objected to the election results this week said they would have objected if Wisconsin's results had been questioned as well. 7th District Congressman Tom Tiffany and Congressman Scott Fitzgerald voted against the election results in Pennsylvania and Arizona. They say they would have voted against Wisconsin's results had anyone in the U.S. Senate joined them. Fitzgerald said he wanted to make sure the, his voice was heard and recognize the people who were upset about how the election was handled in November. Convicted felons in the state of Wisconsin can't own guns even if they didn't commit a violent crime. The Wisconsin Supreme Court yesterday ruled that a Milwaukee man with a felony conviction for not paying his child support should not get special dispensation because his crime wasn't violent. The court's 5-2 majority said they're not going to create a hierarchy of felonies. Justice Brian Hagedorn disagreed. He wrote in the dissent that people who are convicted of violent misdemeanors don't lose their gun rights, so why should nonviolent felons? The first coronavirus relief package to get a vote at the Wisconsin Capitol doesn't look to have much of a future. The state assembly approved the Republican package yesterday in addition to uh, presenting $100 million on coronavirus relief. The plan would encourage schools to reopen, allow for visitors at nursing homes, and give businesses protection from coronavirus lawsuits. But Republicans in the Senate have uh, their own coronavirus relief package and are unlikely to consider the Assembly's plan. And Governor Evers has already said he doesn't support it, so the chances that it becomes law are pretty much zero. And the first week back uh, to in-person classes in Chippewa Falls saw mostly full classrooms. The Chippewa Falls School District officials said more than 90% of the elementary students returned for in-person classes this week. Students are in school Monday through Thursday, and everybody is learning from home on Fridays. Southview Elementary School principal Sarah Danier said most students are having no problems with coronavirus safety or social distancing. And Bob, I, I didn't look at your fingernails today, but I, I assumed you might have done some fingernail chewing last night as the Badgers won in double yeah, overtime man. against Indiana, 80-73. to 73. Wow, that team. <laughs> <laughs> that team, they're, they're good, but boy, they make it exciting, don't they? They do. You, I watched, before that, I was watching back and forth, watching the <laughs> Iowa play. And yeah. Iowa I was really good. They take all the pressure off. I mean, they got guys that can <laughs> shoot three-pointers, and that Garza yep. underneath is really a good, hard-working guy. That's what I like, yep. but he's a really hard-working guy. And uh, boy, oh boy, 
Badgers, <laughs> the Badger, look at the Badgers might play Iowa and beat them. I don't know. Yeah, but, they, they might win this, the national yeah. championship one day. Might uh, not uh, team, beat this, UW Eau Claire the next day. That's about and, right. This team and, is uh, wow, something to watch. Hey, by the All way, right, what? one more thing: the Packers are leaving, are letting six thousand people in for their playoff game in two oh, weeks. Good. All right. So you'll good. hear some. Well, it won't be me. Fans. I know that. That's oh, for sure. I, that's All right. we got to find out about our weather. We don't play football this weekend in Wisconsin, but uh, still a lot of things to do outside. Well, let's do that courtesy of Mark White Motors. Kelly Slifka is with us this morning. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning. Well, it's uh, more of the same, but boy, you know, we're... Can we consider this a drought? I mean, we're without the snow. This is our spring moisture, and we don't have much right now. No, yeah, I guess you almost could consider that a drought. Uh, yeah, we've really been missing out on any kind of precipitation in the Chippewa Valley. It's not far away from us. You go up, uh, say, north of Bloomer, you're seeing pretty good snow. And as you get south toward, uh, let's say, south of uh, Black River Falls or down toward Toma, and south of there, seeing pretty good snowpack. But here, we've got this donut hole right across the Chippewa Valley into southeastern Minnesota. Hasn't seen much snow and don't see much in our forecast. We just got more of the same high pressure and control of the weather. Usually, you think of nice weather with it. Well, it's keeping us quiet, but it's got this low-level moisture that's just kind of stuck it in over uh, much of the upper Midwest. And that's what we're going to see today. More clouds up to 27. Mostly cloudy tonight. There might be a little bit of clearing this evening, so that may send these temperatures down a little bit colder by tomorrow morning. Low down to 15. Mostly cloudy tomorrow, 27. A weak front moves through on Sunday. That may get rid of some of this low-level moisture, so we'll call it partly cloudy. High of 30, and on Monday, partly cloudy skies and a high of 31. So once again, still well above average. Right now with the cloudy skies in Eau Claire, 22 degrees. I'm Sky 13 meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Well, make sure you wear your lighted helmet riding the bike because it's been cloudy and foggy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, thankfully, it's not too thick this morning. You have to go to way to the west to see any thicker fog. Yeah, but I'll tell you, I was out uh, driving last yesterday evening, and you can certainly see the days are getting a little bit longer, aren't they? Yeah, we get it gain over a minute. For Well, a minute sunset is a minute later each day now, so that's mm. gaining light pretty ni- pretty quickly here. Yeah, and we're less than two months away from daylight saving time, too. That's crazy, isn't it? It really is. Kelly, have a good weekend. You too. Kelly Slifko over at Skywarn 13 this morning. As we said, our weather brought to you by Markwart Motors. Markwart Motors has their winterization package available. It includes coolant protection level test. Means hopefully your antifreeze is up to speed. Front and rear caliper service, starting and charging system check, and multi peril multi point vehicle inspection, all for $99.99. Find out all, all the details. Go online, markwartmotors.com, for their winterization package. There's no such thing as having too much cheese. So it's time to restock after the holidays with Marika Gouda in Thorpe, where they are passionate about modern family farming. Try something new. Marika Gouda bacon, black mustard, or honey clover. If you think it, they probably have it. And not only are there award-winning cheeses, but you can shop for wines, chocolates, and Dutch flare items, too. Check out their new and improved website and make all your shopping easier and enjoyable. MarikaGouda.com. Remember to try Marika Golden, the cheese of the month. Marika Gouda in Thorpe at Marika the crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 22 minutes almost before 6 o'clock. And again, thanks to Mark Wart Motors for bringing us the weather with Kelly this morning. And we've got uh, more farm news. We'll take a look at the calendar. And, uh, Scott, what else is happening? 
Congress has already approved a third coronavirus food assistance program that would set aside about $26 billion to help farmers and help food nutrition and feeding programs. But the Congressional Research Service is questioning the need for another aid program. Researchers say the most crop and livestock prices, except for beef and dairy, have seen price increases since last summer. So they speculate crop farmers don't really need more aid. And, hey, some things coming up here, Bob. A great forage uh, seminar session brought to us by the UW Extension. Focus on forage. That's Wednesdays starting the 13th, next Wednesday, 12.30 to 1.30 p.m. So after you have your lunch or you make it during lunch, sit in on those virtual sessions. Like I said, Wednesdays from January 13th through March 3rd, 12.30 to 1.30 p.m., go to the UW Extension website or get a hold of your local UW Extension office. They'll get you involved in those. Don't forget the Wisconsin Farmers Union uh, annual convention is coming up the 30th and the 31st of this month. That's, again, virtual. So get online with the Wisconsin Farmers Union for their convention. And don't forget, February 12th, the deadline for the Conservation Reserve Program, sign up. That's through your local FSA office. All right, and uh, something I got, uh, oh, around the holidays, Christmas card. I said David Lynn Doomer sent me this from the, the Dairy Star magazine, and uh, it's about Alaska. And uh, <laughs> when we go to Alaska, and we're going again, by the way, this coming summer, Hopefully, we got everything under control by August. Towards uh, towards the middle of August, we're going to go back to Alaska. And one of the places we'll visit is the Havermeister Dairy. It's the only dairy farm left. Yep. But it's interesting. In the Help Wanted section in the Dairy Star, and as I look at this, I wish I was a younger man. <laughs> Not very hey, Who doesn't? Or a, or a woman nowadays. <laughs> yeah. I mean, or more a woman. Yeah. Women are just as adventurous as the guys. Wait a minute. You, you w- the, wish you were a younger woman, too? Or? Well, whatever. Yeah, yeah, younger okay. anything right okay. about now. <laughs> but uh, it says, if you're looking for an adventure, a milker is needed immediately for the last dairy farm in Alaska. Housing is available. And, again, this mm. is the Havermeister Dairy in the Palmer area. Now, Gene Havermeister is the uh, farm wife, married yeah. to Bob, and his family went up there with the uh, the old uh, FDR program. Yeah. And you know where Gene went to high school? I want to say Nielsville. Loyal. Loyal. Loyal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You ever heard I should it? know that. Yeah, you should. <laughs> but uh, so they're up there, and they're looking for a milker, and, boy, they'd... Uh, wouldn't they love to have someone from uh, around our area? So if you're uh, interested, you got a young person, you want to have an adventure, go to Alaska because, you know, they're not way out in the wilderness either. They're near Palmer, which is uh, a nice-sized town. But if you want to go out in the wilderness, you just turn the other direction from town. <laughs> but uh, I've got that phone number. If anybody's interested, uh, get a hold of me somehow. Email me at uh, waxbob at gmail dot com and uh, we'll get back to you but anyway we get uh, that's that's interesting they're looking for for a milker let's go to markets where do we want to go first let's go over to the equity altoona market and hear from mark Coger. choice beef steers and heifers selling from 90 to a dollar high yielding choice and prime holstein steers 89 to 9350 choice holstein steers 82 to 88 with your heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers selling 82 and down most of the slaughter cows 
the 20% of slaughter cows, excuse me, here on Thursday, selling from 46 to 50. We topped at 52 and a half. 60% of the cows selling from 36 to 46, with 20% of cows selling below 36. Most of the slaughter bulls here on Thursday selling from 60 to 75. We did top at 82 on a high yielding Angus bull. Thin, full, bulls over a ton, horn bulls and lightweight bulls all discount. 80% of the Holstein bull calves selling 95 pounds and up. On Thursday, selling from 30 to $110 per head with the light and poor quality calves selling below your fancy beef calves selling from 50 to $225 per head. Quick reminder, next special feeder sale here will be Friday, January the 8th. We're expecting 250 to 350 head of cattle at that sale. Now this is Mark Coger from Equidale Food Auction Market. Have a great day. Health and happiness for your family, your farm, and your cows are probably on your mind these days. Let Starblends feed your cows like they're their own. And the best way to ensure these ladies are taken care of is to evaluate what they're eating. And now is the perfect time to review your feeding plans. Starblends nutritionists will make sure your cows are getting the best feed possible because at Starblends, they feed your animals like they are their own. Call 608-269-1515 today for your free consultation. Or go to Starblends.com. That's Star blends.com Join compassion and give hope to a family in extreme poverty as we start the new year. Share your $40 one-time gift when you text the word GIVE to 83393. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get at it this morning. What time is it? It's uh, 16 minutes before 6 o'clock here, Wax. 22 degrees right now. Cloudy, 27 the high today. Let's get over and get a little sunshine this morning. Jerry Fitzgerald's over there at the Equity Stratford Barn. Good morning, Jerry. Well, Bob, and good morning to you. And well, that uh, that little weather ditty that you just gave us a couple seconds ago. That uh, you must just record that last week, right? <laughs> don't you don't you have sunshine over there or not? Well, not right now. No. no well, I mean, you haven't had any the last few days either, have you? It's been kind of dreary. We're dr- we're it dr- out a little bit yesterday and the other day before that. Or, I mean, and actually this morning I stepped out and uh, you could uh, you could see the moon. It's uh, I'm not sure what uh, what phase you call it in now, but uh, so I'm, I don't think it's real foggy. I don't know. We'll wait and see. But no. if it is, just drive careful, folks. It'll uh, working through January here. You know, it's uh, not all that bad and. In, all the stuff that's going on in the world, thank goodness the markets are a little bit more stable than that. So. <laughs> well, I guess so, yeah. There's a lot of instability in some places around, not only this country, but the world. But that's for another day, another story. Right now, we need to wrap the week up with you over at the Equity Stratford Barn. How'd it go? And we'll do that, Bob. Thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. A summary from yesterday, Thursday. And this past week here at Equity Stratford as we start off 2021. On the market cow auction on yesterday's sale, the high-yielding fleshy cows on yesterday's sale were selling from 51 to 58 with a top at 59. Uh, the majority of the cows uh, yesterday and this week, uh, your average cows are selling between 40 and 51. Thin cows, lighter carcass cows, 40 and below. On the bull trade this week, uh, better quality bulls are selling mostly from 72 to 80, and we did top out this week on the bull market at 85. Lighter weight bulls below 70. On the Fed cattle market, choice grading Holstein steers are mostly from 82 to 94. Select steers under finished cattle, 80 and below. Now, on the calf market, uh, Holstein bull calves mostly steady this week. 9,230 pound bull calves on the close yesterday, mostly from 50 125 uh, up to 130 on yesterday's auction. And again, on Monday's auction, we did see some fancy bull calves top out at 150. Alpha calves this week were mostly from 20 to 40. Beef calves on yesterday's auction from 100 to 220.
225 on the better quality beef calves. And again, earlier in the week, we did see these beef calves up to 250. So we have concluded the first week here of 2021 at Stratford. And we'll get underway next week uh, with a normal sale schedule next Monday, of course. Our next hay sale will be next Tuesday. Our next feeder cattle auction be next Wednesday. So again, folks, if you've got hay or cattle that can sign any of these sales, let us know. Very happy to put on the consignment list for you at 687-4101 is our phone number, and all this information is on our website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Stratford page. So that's what we have for the folks here this week, Bob. Uh, gentlemen, have a nice weekend, and uh, hopefully uh, <laughs> hopefully things will kind of settle down here in the nation's capital and sort of get back to normal, whatever that is. So. <laughs> Yeah, what is the new normal, Jer? We'll see what it is. It's going to be interesting the next couple of weeks at least. Hey, you have a good weekend, and we'll get back together next week. Yes, we will. Bob, thank you, and uh, uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Enjoy your weekend. We will do it. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. This season, there's a new choice for your fields. Zatavo soybean seed, designed with triple-stacked Enlist E3 technology for weed control flexibility. Supported by a dedicated team of BASF agronomic experts, protected by the versatile BASF soybean crop protection portfolio. Zatavo soybean seed, stacked in your favor. Zatavo from MS Technologies, distributed exclusively by BASF. Always read and follow label directions. Dan the Resale Man is a new resale store on Eau Claire's west side on Westgate Road just off Cameron next to Dan the Moving Man. Dan the Resale Store has so much, from food to office furniture to personal care items like face masks, deodorant, soap, and more for less. Talking one-third of retail price. Save money and still get everything you need at Dan the Resale Man, Westgate Road just off Cameron in Eau Claire. Find them on Facebook. Open Monday through Thursday, 8 to 5, Friday and Saturday, 8 to noon. Dan, the Resale Man. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Yeah, let's take a look at the rest of our market information this morning here on Wax. Boy, to trade a little softer yesterday, giving back some of the, the big gains of earlier in the week. But then overnight, prices uh, kind of caught up as the market caught its breath a little bit. March corn this morning up two at four ninety six. The oats up four at three fifty nine. March wheat up a nickel at six forty seven. March soybeans up nine cents, thirteen sixty four. And soybean meal for March up a dollar eighty, up a dollar eighty, four hundred and thirty four dollars even. As far as our dairy markets are concerned, barrel cheese up a cent and a quarter to one sixty five and a quarter. The block. Well, wait a minute. I'll give you those later. Let's continue with the grain prices here. Guys, <laughs> gone a day and got to be retrained. But uh, <laughs> some of the country elevator prices, Scott, around the area. Well, Dummer's Grain Service down at Holman has corn at four forty and beans at thirteen oh five. In Buck Country at Arcadia, corn is four forty and beans thirteen oh five. And wheat and grain at the Chippewa Falls site. Corn four forty two and beans thirteen oh three. Connorsville corn is four thirty seven and beans twelve ninety six. Thank you, sir. And uh, now looking at our DTM screen, some more country elevator prices at Golden Plump corn today is four fifty six. Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, and Fall Creek four forty four for the corn twelve ninety three on the beans at the Osseo elevator. Corn is four fifty one. The beans at twelve ninety three over at Stevens Point soybeans. Twelve ninety six today. Out at Elk Mound, corn's four forty five, soybeans thirteen oh two 
Sparta, 450 on the corn, 1298 on the beans, Ellsworth, 436 and 1293. Ethanol plants in the area. Boyceville corn today is 452, Stanley's 451, Enrichment Grain Facility, 444. Now those dairy prices, barrel cheese, 165 and a quarter yesterday, trading up a cent and a quarter. The blocks were up 11 and a quarter cents to 189 and three quarters. Butter down four and a half to 139. January class three up 19 at 1685. February up 42 at 1946. March up 21 at 1913. April up 15 at 1841. And May up a dime at 1796. As we take a look at our markets this morning here on Wax. And uh, we're not done yet. We've still got more to do. Brought to you by Countryside Cooperative. Countryside Cooperative still has Cub Cadet snowblowers available. You can get 0% interest for 18 months. But hurry. They'll sell out fast. And if you book early with Countryside by February 28th with 100% of your plastics, receive an additional 3% off your early booking inoculant order. And if you prepay by December 31st, you'll receive 2% off your order. Countryside's agronomist remind you to get your seed ordered for next spring if you haven't already done that. Their agronomist will be happy to help you. Countryside has agronomy locations at Durand, Ellsworth, Kings Valley, Osseo, Milltown, Mondovi, New Richmond, and Wamandy. Call Countryside Cooperative today at 800-236-7585 or visit CountrysideCoop.com. Countryside Cooperative, creative solutions, exceptional value. Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's time for another Countryside Cooperative update. This morning with Doug Yule from Countryside Cooperative. The weather has been relatively kind to us this winter. That causes a crazy problem for me because I don't necessarily remember to go out and check up on my LP tank to make sure that it's getting filled and staying full as it should. Uh, what should people be doing this time of year where those tanks are concerned? Well, what I normally suggest to uh, people is to take and put a reminder to uh, go out and check your tank. Uh, you know, and that stuff is, it, it kind of depends on the house. Um, so I normally touch base with them and see, like, what their normal usage is. So if they're normally somebody that burns quite a bit of gas, I tell them to go out and check it once a week, put a reminder in your phone and uh that stuff for like you know 5:30 at night, so around the time that you get home, and uh, you know that way they can run out and check it and see once we're at that. Um, that's always a helpful hint, um, you know. Or set it for a Saturday, Saturday morning, and you can go out and check it and that stuff too when it's uh, daylight out. And it's best to not have to call like the day you need it. <laughs> yeah, that is correct. Uh, give us a call when you're around that uh, between 20 to 30 percent. Um, that always works best. We can get it into a route. Uh, anything that or anybody that's on will call, we have uh, five five business days uh, and that stuff in order to get there in order to work you into a route because uh, it could happen to be that we were there the day before in your area, so it won't be until the following week that we get out there again. The weather has been relatively gentle on us so far, but you don't yep. want to get down to 10% and all of a sudden have the temperature drop to 40 below zero. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, it's always important. That's what we always tell everybody to keep, you know, try to let us know between 20 and 30% because when it gets really cold outside, if tanks are really low, 
they won't vaporize enough in order to uh, give you enough gas pressure a lot of times in order to run your furnace or other appliances that you have. When we had that real real cold snap there a couple of years back, uh, we had people that had, I had a gentleman that had a 1,000-gallon tank that had 400 gallons in it. It was so cold it would not vaporize. We had to go out and oh, fill my. the tank in order to get him enough pressure in order to run. Any um, other special maintenance things you should look at uh, out on that tank this time of year? Yeah. Uh, you know, this year has been, like you said, been very nice to us uh, as far as for snowfall, too. You, when we have them really cold stretches, when it is really cold and we get a lot of snow, go out there, what helps that tank uh, is clean the snow off of it. Uh, because okay. needless to say, when you get that heat from the sun, that does help heat that tank a little bit where snow insulates it and it doesn't get that much surface area in order to uh, put any heat to that tank. So okay. that really helps you build some pressure during the day also and uh, helps keep things running. Any other quick hints? Uh, well, when we get a lot of snow and that stuff, it always makes things quicker and, and faster for us to get to more places. Uh, it's always good to have a, a path cleared, uh, you know, and that stuff to your tanks in order to make our, our stops more efficient. Uh, we can get to more customers in a day when that happens. Uh, the other thing is, is when you got low overhanging branches and that stuff in your driveway where it's hard to, uh, hard to get in and out if you're just driving in and out with a car, um, I always suggest think about an emergency vehicle. Uh, they're even a little bigger than us. Uh, can get an ambulance, can a fire truck get in your driveway? If they can't, time to probably do a little trimming to uh, make it a little easier for everybody to get in and out. That's Doug Ewell with Countryside Cooperative with another Countryside Co-op update. I'm Scott Schultz. And, you know, he bring, Doug brings up a lot of good points there, Scott, because, oh, uh, you know, those driveways, people want to live out in the woods. Well, they got a driveway that's big enough to ride a bicycle through or about. Yeah. And fire trucks, they can't get in there if something that's would happen right. to ambulance. That's so right. So you're out there, trim them up a little bit this winter. Good stuff. All right, sir, have a good weekend. Yeah, absolutely, you too. And uh, you too, because we're going to have another cloudy day today, 27. Hopefully we'll see some sunshine this weekend as temperatures remain in the upper 20s to low 30s. 22 right now here at Wax. Wax 104.1.